You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, welcome back to Mariner's Pod. Thanks for being here. Gary Hill here. We've got a very fun one in store today. I'm really excited about this Mariner's Pod. I think you'll enjoy it, too. Felix Week continues on Mariner's Classics. Last time out, we had Ryan Roland-Smith on to talk about the Grand Slam game. This one is going to be really fun. We're going to talk about Felix in one of his dominant starts against the Yankees in 2010. He had a few of them, but this one in particular was something special. June 30th, 2010, the game that's going to play tonight on Mariners Classics, where Felix absolutely dominated the New York Yankees. How about this for a final line? Nine innings, two hits, no runs, three walks, and 11 punch-outs along the way as he dominated what was a tremendous offense. And King Felix is a one-pitch. Swung on, ground ball hit to first. Brannion has it. Underhands easily, and he has done it. The King has gone all the way. So back-to-back complete games from Cliff Lee and now from Felix Hernandez. Just the way the coach put it on the board during spring camp, wasn't it? Exactly the way the coach put it on the board. These one and two guys going back-to-back. Unbelievable. Cliff Lee last night, and I mean Felix Hernandez, was absolutely brilliant in the Bronx tonight all the way nine innings gave up only the two base hits and like you said the other hit the second hit was that pop up that was lost in the gloaming by second baseman Sean Figgins the uh, first base hit was the double by Mark Teixeira he was absolutely dominating tonight against the highest run scoring ball club in the American League. Yeah that was the impressive part well, one of the impressive parts that Yankees offense was loaded. Jeter, Swisher, Teixeira, A-Rod, Cano, Posada, Granderson, go down the list. It's quite an offense. Now, a side story to this game that we're going to talk about in this podcast. The starting left fielder that day for the New York Yankees was Colin Curtis. His first major league start, Colin Curtis, who we're going to talk to in this podcast, grew up in Issaquah. Now, put yourself in these shoes. Colin Curtis grows up in Issaquah, has been in the majors for roughly a week. He's getting his first major league start in Yankee Stadium against the Seattle Mariners, against Felix Hernandez, and was in this game. And wouldn't you know it, Colin Curtis ends up with one of the two hits. And Colin Curtis will be the hitter. Time now for the Farmers Friendly Review and Life Things Happen. Are you ready? We'll get to know a farmer's agent today. Call 800-FARMERS or visit farmers.com because ready feels good. It'll feel good next weekend for this young man when he's back in Seattle with the Yankees. Colin sends a fly ball popped up. And who? nobody sees it. Nobody sees it. That ball is going to drop. Sean Figgins lost it. Sean Figgins lost the ball, and he'll end up with an in-the-gloaming double. Heads up play by Curtis. Sean Figgins just went back in shallow right field, had his arm 
arms out to his side and said fellas I need some help I need some help I can't see it. Brandon was trying to get back to help him out but by the time Russell got there the ball landed behind Figgins by about 15 feet. So Colin Curtis who at that pop up about maybe 20 feet back there in shallow right field winds up on at second base with a blue double and easy in the gloaming double. So one of the two hits in the ball game, and that was from Colin Curtis. So we're going to talk about uh, Colin's journey from Issaquah, growing up in Issaquah and Issaquah High School in Arizona State to the major leagues with the Yankees and what it was like on that day facing Felix Hernandez and then coming back to face the Mariners a week after in a Yankee uniform. And we start the conversation with, uh, first of all, what was it like growing up in Issaquah playing baseball? You know, I would say that Issaquah is one of the better places to grow up if you want to be a baseball player. Uh, and lots of fields, lots of kids wanted to play. So I had an older brother, and he was lucky enough to let me tag along. So I felt like we were always doing something, either playing baseball or football or basketball. And, uh, you know, that town back then was really, really big on the youth sports, and I think they still are, so. I mean, I'm definitely biased, but I would say it's one of the better places growing up if you're into sports. Were you a Mariners fan growing up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny because my daddy played football, ran track, and he never played baseball. So it was like when I wanted to start playing baseball, he just said, well, let's put on the Mariners game. So I just used to stand in front of the TV and mimic all the guys. So my uh, – Little League stance is pretty much spot on Griffey because obviously that's what every kid around here wanted to be. So uh, it was fun watching them. I mean, I was 10 in 95. So kind of right when you're a young kid, really loving the team and they had a really fun little season then uh, getting to watch all that experience growing up. Did you think the majors were a possibility as a kid? Was that even in your mind? I'd say probably not until like, sophomore in high school. Mm. Uh, I really started uh, love playing basketball. Uh, Then really my freshman year, I was, I was really good young, just, I think just uh, tall, but uh, as most little league, it's kind of equates to being good. But then uh, after my freshman year in high school, I really started playing well and started looking at colleges and, I've had a little bit of interest from some teams coming out of high school. And so then at that point, you really kind of think this might be something I'll be able to do for a while and something you love. So I mean, what an opportunity. Um, yeah, it was a really good ride. Well, you had a great high school career. Your number's on the wall, right? It is, yeah. So I think uh, – yeah, Rob sent me that. Rob Reese, the coach over at Isco High School, he sent me a picture of that in 2010 or 11. So that was pretty special for me. I mean, just growing up there and kind of playing with that. And we had a great team. We won state championship my freshman year. And uh, just kind of every time I go back there, it's, it's pretty cool to see it. And you chose Arizona State, who at the time was – a baseball powerhouse. You were selected to the all-decade team, and it's really a who's who when you look at that team. I mean, it's one major leaguer after another. And you started every single game in your career at Arizona State. What was your experience like as a Sun Devil? 
Oh, I mean, I came in my freshman year, and I was dust for joy. I was a junior. So <laughs> um, then before that, they had eighth year. And I think that, uh, I'm not mistaken, my 2000, my sophomore year was 2005. We went to the World Series, and I think we ended up having like 10 guys or nine or 10 guys on my team that ended up playing in the big league. Yeah. So. It was it was pretty fun. We had so many good players, and I mean, coming from the Northwest to go down there and show up in school, and every day you're practicing in shorts. It was it was just a lot of fun to get out there, and great competition, great guys, and we had a great great program. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it, and I'd like to see them get back to where we were. It's kind of <laughs> fallen off a little bit, but I think they will. They got some good players. I think. Uh, one of the guys might be a top pick on the draft this year. So, yeah, no doubt. Kind of continues. Funny, funny story about that when we were like my just ending streak. They had the longest shutout streak. It was like 560 something games without being shut out, and I made the final out. So <laughs> I got my name on that <laughs> final out in the shutout. It was a like little number back to the pitcher. Sealed <laughs> the deal there. Who, so. who shut you guys out with that powerhouse of a team? Uh, it was, uh, I think his name is David Percy or Scott Percy. He pitched for Oklahoma. He went on to play pitch in the big leagues. Big righty. He just carved us up one game. And, wow. Uh, yeah, so it was, I don't know, the streak must have been 20 some years. And then we come out, I think it was my freshman year. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> ended that but. oh you had a great college career then drafted by the Yankees in what the fourth round you spend some time in the minors and then in June of 2010 you get the call to the big leagues the Yankees are in Arizona what do you remember about getting that call well I remember being in upstate Pennsylvania in uh, Scranton and having to, you know, we finished a game. I went back to my apartment, caught like a midnight flight out of Philadelphia, and got to Arizona at about 7 a.m. or something like that, the day of the game. So it was tough to really digest what was going on, but yeah, obviously a lot of excitement. Uh, my family was able to fly down from Seattle. Um, and then I had some buddies from college who were able to come out too. Mm. So it was fun to get out there, see those people and just, uh, I mean, your first game in the big leagues, you walk into that locker room. I mean, it was kind of, back then it was really a who's who. Yeah. Future Hall of Famers. And then you're like, oh man, well, here we go. So it was, uh, yeah, it was really exciting. And then I pinched it for Andy Pettit, my first at bat. So he, uh, he couldn't handle the stick, so they needed to bring in the young guy. Well, yeah, and you, you drove home, too, pinch hitting for Andy Pettit. And one of them was Robinson yeah, Cano. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I, I, feel, I love to see all the, like, the pictures from then, just the guys on TV. I mean, Cano and A-Rod, when you're knocking in those guys, uh, it's kind of fun just to see who was on that team. And uh, just so many good players. Uh, it was a really fun time to be a part of the Yankees. I mean, that lineup was ridiculous. Jeter, 
and Swisher, Teixeira, A-Rod, Cano, Posada, Granderson, Brett Gardner. I mean, yeah. it's just ridiculous up and down. Uh, yeah, I mean, you named them. And then the pitching staff, too, we had A.J. Burnett, C.C. Sabathia, hmm. Rivera was on the team. Yeah, it was, it was fun. You get called up. You're in Arizona and then to L.A. The Yankees are on a road trip. And you end up playing six different games, all as a pinch hitter. National League parks, you pinch hit in six different games. And then the Yankees return home. June 30th, mm-hmm. the Mariners are in Yankee Stadium. You get your first big league start, your first start at Yankee Stadium, and you're facing Felix Hernandez and the Seattle Mariners. What were your emotions going into that day? Uh, I'm- well, first, who requested the day off against Felix? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was great to go back and play against my hometown team, a first start in Yankee Stadium. Still remember it was a bright, sunny day game. Um, and getting uh, to watch play against Felix, you know, I've watched him so many times throughout the years and uh, you think you know what he has, it still doesn't help against him. I mean, mm. That was when he was throwing change-ups over 93 miles an hour and just falling out of the sky. So, uh, well, you could tell by the results of the game, he had some good stuff that day. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a reason we're playing this one on Classics. He goes the distance, allows just two hits, but you had one of those hits, a double against Felix, your third career I know. Hit. Well... I don't want to like spoil it, but uh, you're really kind of blowing up my spot here because I've always been telling people that I have a double off Felix. No one's really seen the game, so <laughs> if any of my friends are going to watch this, they're going to realize it was a pop up that Chun's big and lost at the time. But uh, <laughs> hey, it doesn't look that. that way in the scorebook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'll still tell them it went off the wall, but nice. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, I had a double, and I think Teixeira had a double, too, and I think that was the only two hits that we had all game. Uh, so it was a pretty, pretty dominant performance by him that day. I mean, we talked about how loaded that offense was. I mean, what was it like to see a pitcher carve through such a dynamic offense? Yeah, that was, that was really the one time I can remember sitting there and kind of everyone was, no one really had that much of a chance that day. Um, I, like I said, one of the two hits was mine. Was, I mean, I'll, I'll say it was a ringing double, but I mean, <laughs> you'll see it for yourself. Probably not. But, uh, I mean, he was he was good. I mean, he, all the years, 13 years, how long did he play in Seattle? I mean, yeah. uh, he gave these fans a lot of memories, and uh, he had great stuff, and I think, Back then in 2009-10, that was kind of his prime. So, um, quite a pitcher. He was one of the best competitors. And uh, it was fun to watch him pitch throughout the year. It was fun to face him. And as fate would have it, you'd be back in Seattle just a couple weeks later. The Yankees in Seattle, and you got two starts in that series. What do you remember about coming back home? Well, yeah, who wants the day off against Felix again? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, that was great coming back. I didn't, I didn't get any hits off in that second time, but I got a couple of back-to-back starts in Seattle. 
Um, you know, a lot of fans and friends out there. My family was out there. Uh, and I had played in Safeco like one time as a high schooler. Mm. Uh, so it was to actually get out there in a big league game with fans. Uh, it was something else. And then, you know, of course, I get people out there that I know sitting in right field heckling at me the whole day. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> aside from that, it was a great experience. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's an unbelievable ballpark and, you know, getting to see it from a different view. And it was, it was really cool. So I mentioned Brett Gardner, who indirectly had a big hand in your major league home run. I mean, this is great. So tell us a story about Brett Gardner and how he indirectly led to your home run. Yeah, so I actually had to really thank Gardner's temper for giving me a a shot. But uh, it was uh, a little bit later in July, um, day game, the seventh inning, and we were losing a game like that. You know, I might come in later, pinch in, or play defense. It's so neat. And Gardner gets up, two guys on, gets down on two, and he's just going at the umpire. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, he's tossed. And Pena, who's a bench coach, looks at me and says, Curtis, you're up. And I was like, oh, man. I didn't have my bat in the dugout. It's like in the batting cage. I got to <laughs> Go find my bat, throw my stuff, and run out there. Uh, somehow lay off three pitches and then hit my first home run. So it was quite an adventure for your first home run. Uh, got a curtain call at Yankee yeah. Stadium. So that was uh, something I'll never forget. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I don't think very many people chalk up their first home run in that circumstance, but. <laughs> It was memorable, so I'll take it. No, it's incredible, and the video is really great. I mean, you can find it on YouTube. People should check it out because it's so cool to see. And you see Gardner just yelling at the umpire. You hit the home run, and the fans are going crazy. It was hard to tell who at the end of the dugout's kind of pushing you out to during the curtain call, but it's just it's amazing to look at. I mean, how many people get a chance to have a curtain call at Yankee Stadium? It's that's incredible. Yeah, I look at the video now. I'm like, gosh, I was so nervous when they were pushing me out there. And <laughs> you can just you can just see it in my face. I think A Rod was like, get out there. Yeah. I'm like, fine. Right. <laughs> but yeah, and that was something that still you know gives you chills thinking about. It. Yeah. When you reflect on your time in the majors, what jumps out at you? What do you think about? Oh man. Uh, I guess a lot. I mean, you play a game you love for so long and you know, make it to the big league experience, kind of a different style of baseball, different, different way of going about it. Uh, they're actually paying you to do it. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it was just, and then trying to learn from all those guys, all those great players, see how they go about playing the game. And there's so many different ways to do it. Um, but there's one thing you can tell, I mean, all those guys are very disciplined about their approaches and day in and day out, they're kind of the same guy, which in a game like baseball, so many ups and downs, you can tell why those guys are successful. Just their ability to maintain that same level of competitiveness and focus 
every day. I mean, it's difficult. Mm. I mean, tr- trust me, you fail a lot. You got to be able to get over it. And, uh, so to see those guys play on that level um, and just to be part of it, it was really fun. It was fun listening back to the radio broadcast from that day. And it's, I mean, you growing up a Mariners fan, I can only imagine just hearing Dave Niehaus talk about the kid from Issaquah and right field for yeah, the Yankees. Yeah. It was pretty fun to hear. Yeah, it is fun. I think there was also a funny clip. I don't know if they have it. Uh, I was in the locker room with one game with uh, Phil Hughes, who was a pitcher on the Yankees. So we were hanging out. Uh, I, was, I just got out of the cage down there. I went up, and Rick Riz was interviewing uh, Reggie Jackson yeah, up in the booth, and we were watching it. And Rick's like, hey, Reggie, I really like that hat. And Reggie looks at him and goes, Rick, you ain't know nothing about a hat. That's a five hundred dollar hat. And just takes it and <laughs> I just remember laughing so hard. I was like, Oh, gotta go. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, Colin, thank you so much for sharing some time and sharing some stories. It was really fun to reminisce. This was fun. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Gary, and uh stuff left to you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, big thanks to Colin for joining us. That was a lot of fun to share some of his memories. And uh, you should check out that home run on YouTube against uh, thanks to Brett Gardner getting tossed out of the ball game. I mean, summit off the bench to see the crowd reaction is very, very cool. So Curtis spent 31 games in the majors all in 2010, all during that stretch. And he faced Felix Hernandez more than any other pitcher in the majors, faced him seven times in the major leagues, which is something. He spent basically the uh, entire month of July and the end of June in the majors, and then came back for the final month of the season in September and played played in his final game in a Yankee uniform against the Red Sox October 2nd in 2010. So thanks a lot to Colin for sharing some great stories Man, put yourself in those shoes from Issaquah to facing Felix at Yankee Stadium. So cool. So cool. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.